What's up, friends? Episode four of But Why Not. This episode was recorded in March of 2019 with Kyle Fritz. He runs a food truck in Appleton called On the Fritz Concession. He helped start the Fox Valley Food Truck Rally. And he owns Bagalicious downtown and a few other businesses. And we kind of get into that. Uh, This one's kind of short. It's about 35 minutes long. And uh, it's very humbling listening back on these old podcasts. Kind of fun, but uh, definitely a big learning curve for me in terms of uh, figuring out how to run these things and how to have conversation at the end of the day. I think I was 23 or 24 during this, so I hope you enjoy. Five, four, three. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? I addressed that at the beginning. Like, it's about the conversation. It's about the content. Um, you know, getting people more involved, more aware of the community, what's around, what's happening. Sure. And, uh, yeah, we don't need fancy production. We'll figure that out along the way, you know. Yep, I gotcha. <laughs> We're live. Awesome. What is up, Facebook Live? We're back with episode four of But Why Not? I'm Evan Frymuth here with Kyle Fritz, uh, Appleton community member doing great things. He runs Bagalicious downtown Appleton. He's also the president. Is it president the right term? Owner, yeah. founder. Yeah. Um, Fox Valley Food Truck Association. And he's doing some cool things. We definitely want to get deep into the food truck stuff because I think it's really interesting. Um, before we get started, I just want to say... This podcast is to promote the community, long-form discussion in the community to just bring up awareness, let people know what's going on, what people are doing in the community to make it better, and how they can be a part. Um, Today, we just have one camera. We're low production. Last week, we had a mic malfunction. We'll get this stuff figured out. It's all about the content. Thank you so much for watching. So now we're going to shift. So Kyle, um, if you could just start out how... uh, well, kind of tell us all the things you're involved in. Bagalicious, you got the Food Truck Association, and then tell me about your food truck. And then yeah, and then I own On the Fritz Concessions. Okay. Uh, we started out with two hot dog carts about 12 years ago. Uh, we were down at Bar Close on the weekends. Um, last year, we kind of peaked out, and we had two food trucks, um, five hot dog carts, um, so, you know, we had the potential of doing seven events at one time. Um, I have two kids and, a, you know, needed more family time. So um, as of the first of this year, I ended up selling the majority of my um, on the Fritz concessions business. And now we're down to one hot dog cart and um, okay. and one food truck. So do you run that alone or do you have employees or does your wife help you with that or how does that look? Yeah, a little bit of everything, I guess you could say. Um, definitely get help from, um, you know, family and friends and, Mm -hmm. um, my girlfriend's a, you know, intricate part and everything that, that I got going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we have uh, about 30 employees or so during, during the summer months. It's kind of when our season is, Mm -hmm. um, between Bagalicious and on the Fritz concessions. Sweet. Which came first? Bagalicious or, or the uh, food truck stuff? Food truck stuff, yeah. Okay. Um, had my hot dog carts for about six years and then uh, just absolutely loved the downtown community. 
So I was kind of looking, um, I was actually kind of looking at bars and, and then this space fell into my lap and um, just went to downtown incorporated and asked them what they were, you know, what was missing from downtown. And they said bagels and donuts. And I said, okay, I, I can do that. That's awesome. So, um, so is it just like the love for entrepreneurship that kind of just pulled you into it or is it more of a love for food? And one sec before, could you turn my mic up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So is it more about the food or more about the entrepreneurship or, or uh, well, yeah. it just kind of works out that I'm, you know, pretty good with food. Um, I've been, you know, referenced as a chronic entrepreneur, I guess. So, um, <laughs> I've started and sold, you know, other businesses before. And, okay. um, the, the three that I, well, four I have going on right now are kind of the ones that stuck. So, okay. <laughs> What's the fourth Bagalicious, the concessions, the food truck rally. And then, um, I own a real estate investment. Company. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Do you have like a, I mean, obviously it's just, but if you had to say, if you have steak and sides, do you have like a main dish or any of those like pull from your time the most? Uh, well, you know, Bagalicious is seven days a week. Um, and, and, you know, year round. So, I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of my focus. Um, I take that back. So I actually have five businesses. I, sp <laughs> I spun off um, Bagalicious Black Tie, which is our upscale yeah. catering program. Okay. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff at the lobby, at the PAC, and Sweet. Um, appetizers, box lunches, all that yeah. good stuff. So makes sense. Um, yeah. So m my passion is is you know just it's with food. Um, mm -hmm. If I had to tell you which one I like the most, I I love being in my food truck. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you guys sell out of the food truck? Let's get into the, the food truck arena. Sure. So, um, you know, a lot of food trucks kind of specialize in something, you know, they, they sell subs, that's what they sell or, you know, pizza, but, um, we're kind of a jack of all trades, I guess. I mean, we have a lot more of an expanded menu than most trucks do. Um, hot dogs and brats have always kind of been our staples ever since we bought the hot dog carts and started doing mm -hmm. stuff downtown at bar close. Um, once we got into the truck, we expanded it to burgers. Um, and now we're really known for our deep fried cheese curds. Uh, we took seventh in the state last year. Uh, we hand batter them, beer batter them right there on the truck, fresh to order. Um, so that's kind of really where our following's at. Mm -hmm. um, we introduced a whole seafood menu last year as well. Interesting. Um, yeah, so kind of the comfort food is really kind of what we're trying to go for. Yeah, that seems like a classic kind of food truck direction. What's, what's it actually called? Your on the Fritz truck? Concessions, comfort food with a twist. Is that what the food truck says on it? That's what it says on it. Yep. Okay, we gotcha. just built a brand new bad one last year. I mean, it's it's uh, twenty four foot and uh, it's pretty awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. So, how long into your food truck, or let's let's say how far into the hot dog carts at Barclos, um, did you decide there needs to be more organization around this? with the association yeah so um that kind of fell in my lap to be quite honest with you uh we're going into our fourth year now of you know legal entity and and actually being organized ran by a committee mm -hmm. um i didn't start the the whole association um, okay there was another vendor hogtie barbecue um dennis and uh, his son's name is escaping me but um, right. they're the ones that kind of brought together the group um they had reached out to me because they knew that i kind of had some longevity in the concession world 
and uh, they had asked me to help organize it because um, they did three events on their own and it was just it was out of hand I mean definitely in a good way but nobody really had any idea how much the community was really going to latch on to it um, so I remember the first couple of events it was at Pierce Park and mm. the police had to come because there was just so much traffic and it was you know a little bit of an unorganized mess and so mm -hmm. uh, the police showed up and kind of you know cleaned up the, the traffic issue and stuff and um, were you just on site with on the fritz that day or or were you already kind of in talks with Dennis about getting uh, stuff together no so I was just he just invited me as a vendor mm -hmm. and um, like I said we did three that first year that were organized primarily by them Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the year, they, they approached me and, um, you know, said, hey, this is, this is something that needs to have a little bit more time spent on it, a little bit more organization. Um, they were relatively new with their business at the time. And so um, they didn't really have the extra hours and stuff to put into it. Um, so we ended up forming a committee and Hogtide was on the committee for the first year or so. And um again their business just kind of kept on growing and mm -hmm. um they kind of worked themselves out after a year or so and um okay i i started the legal entity and um it's still ran by a committee i run it as a non-profit um all the money that i should say the majority of the money that comes into it goes right you know back out into marketing and you know then we have uh sorry admin <laughs> costs as well yep for sure Nice. Um, it almost sounds like a situation where let's give the work to the busiest person in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Kyle can help, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Was it uh, so? Were you inheriting the actual food truck rally? Was that what it was called back in the day at Pierce Park, or were, did you have to do some sort of morphing to get it to where it is today, like at at Jefferson Park, or? Yeah. So um, they kind of started it on a whim i mean they they just got mm -hmm. a cut they called you know i don't remember six seven eight vendors and said hey let's uh rent out the park and and let's just sell for a few hours mm -hmm. um the news got wind of it i, I think the first or second rally okay. and from there i mean it just kept on growing you know and definitely um was that what it was called was Fox Valley Food Truck Rally, or did it kind of... Yeah, Fox Valley Food Truck Rally Association. Uh, we rebranded uh, a little over a year ago now to Fox Valley Food Truck Association because we're much more than just the whole rally aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Does that come through, like, do you guys do any kind of, like, um, act as kind of like a community of food truck owners where you can kind of help newcomers or um, get people's, like, get people connected, like, hey... yeah. That's, uh, that's exactly what it is. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, our vision statement's always been to work as a collaboration of vendors to promote our group as a whole, as well as individual businesses, with the goal of maximizing exposure, sharing our knowledge, resulting in more opportunities, all while fostering a positive relationship between the mobile food units and the residents and businesses of the communities that they serve. So, uh, you know, it's, it's all about the, the vendors and the community. Um, we used to primarily just host our own rallies and, you know, we had anywhere between 10 to 15 events a year, rent out the park and, um, 
just have the food for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, we introduced music a couple of years ago. Cool. Um, last year we had like a whole kid zone with inflatables and mischief and magic was there doing you know magic tricks and balloon animals mm-hmm. and face painting and stuff. We've tried having non-food vendors there. Um, you know we have a couple of like boutiques that that actually built their boutique in a truck, so it really kind of fits <laughs> you know our concept. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but we've expanded, we've evolved you know way beyond that now. Um, now we've kind of gotten away from having our standard 10, 15 rallies on our own, and we look for a lot more community partnerships. Um, so mm-hmm. we've always done our Wilson Middle School rally the end of May. Uh, we're going to continue doing that. That's set for May 23rd. Cool. Um, we have a lot of involvement with Electric City Experience in Kakana this okay. year. Uh, we provide the majority of the food vendors for the Bazaar After Dark in Appleton. Okay. Um, we did seafood fest for a few years, so um, cool. You know, there's there, there's more, but yeah. Like I said, did you guys do paper fest last year? We did opening paper day? fest last year, opening day. Okay, cool. Um, they they added on a, a third or fourth day mm-hmm. last year, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to do that this year, but uh, okay. we're we're crossing our fingers that they're going to do it again next year. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome because that's like what what you built five years ago. Was it how many years ago did it start? Before I go and say numbers that aren't yeah, true. Yeah, so we're in our fourth year of you know legal formation. Um, the concept's been going on for five years now. Right. Yeah. So like that infrastructure that got built four or five years ago, like as a community, let's help make these connections, has made more opportunities for not only events, not only community things like you said a school right yeah doing certain things we do a lot of school things yeah, yeah. and you're making more opportunity for these food truck entrepreneurs well, so that's exactly cool. it it's the exposure you know we've we've always kind of went for the exposure end of things um it's just a super pleasant bonus that the rallies end up being very well attended and the trucks you know all consider it one of their better events of the year um but it's always kind of been you know, a lot of these trucks are, are either only for private hire or they're, you know, fairs and festivals. And so if you don't go to somebody's party that hired them or if you don't go to these fairs and festivals, you probably don't even know they're in existence. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't build brand around them. Yeah, it is just kind of like a one-time for hire, a lot of word of mouth rather than let's build a brand. Yeah. And what's cool is, yeah, that the Food Drug Association can kind of act as that brand that can bring everybody together. So, you know, now fast forward to where we're at today, we get hit up on Facebook or our website every single day we get truck requests. Sure. And, you know, come the height of the season, I mean, May through October, I mean, we'll get two, three, six, seven requests a day. Wow. And we... Around the state, I bet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Northeast Wisconsin, at least. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's generally... You know, 30 miles out or so, but um, there's a lot of event organizers that reach out to us. The North Face Challenge, the Ragnar Relay, um, you know, there, there's some other ones. Those are the ones that come to mind, but yeah. um, they're not, you know, they're Wausau's, the Ragnar Relay, and North Face Challenge is down by Milwaukee. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you Google food trucks now and, and Apple, you know, food trucks in Wisconsin, I mean, we're, we're, we're the ones okay. that come up. and Yeah. So we have, That's yeah, cool. we kind of act as an agent for the trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't charge for that service. 
Um, so, you know, the majority of the trucks not only do well at these rallies, but they're, you know, getting gigs from us mm -hmm. year round for the most part. That's really cool. So being that so many people are reaching out, is there ever a situation where you're, um, where you either have to say no, or is it just kind of, if an event reaches out, they want to have it, you just kind of reach out to your, your list of trucks and just say, Hey, can we, can we get enough people to make that happen? Yeah, so when you go on our website, there's like some qualifying questions to determine okay. whether it's going to be, um, you know, just while. a truck or two trucks or whatever, or is it actually a full-fledged rally? Mm -hmm. um, what a lot of people don't understand is it takes about two to 300 people per truck in order to make it worth it, you know? All so right. we generally see 2,000 or so people come through on a, you know, given rally night, mm -hmm. um, and, and then teaming up with our special events i mean the bazaar after dark ten thousand fifteen thousand people coming through it's mm -hmm. awesome yeah um so the we actually had some computer programs written for us to kind of help us with uh truck placement filtering. and stuff yeah. and filtering sweet um so now the computer program will determine whether it's a rally or whether it's uh just a truck yeah, and it'll kick it where it needs to go. It'll either send it out to all of our trucks, saying, "Hey, um, this is what's going on. If you're interested, contact them," um, or it'll kick it back to me or you know our admin, and it'll say, "Hey, th this qualifies as a rally. You should probably yeah. check it out." <laughs> That's smart. Did you set up? Was that your idea to build, make it automated like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was my idea, but I mean, I'm absolutely not the only one that executed it. That's for sure. Right. Right. Um, that's like really I, smart. Yeah, like I said, the the rallies ran by a three man committee, and um, both of the other people that you know are on it, Fred Westerfield with Inferno Subs and John Deaton with Kona Ice. Sweet. Um, I've had Inferno Subs. Okay. Good yeah. Stuff. Good stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they're they're instrumental in the success of this. You know, this organization, mm -hmm. association. That's cool. Yeah. Um, where do you draw the line? What's what's the difference between a food truck and a food rally? food truck rally well you know like i said we're kind of looking for that two to three hundred people per okay. uh, per truck so um in order for us to kind of back it as a rally we generally look for a minimum of four trucks okay um you know if there's going to be four trucks or more from our association then um we'll we'll back it as a special event rally mm -hmm. um most like all of our rallies have about 12 okay um so that eight to 15 is kind of the sweet spot for our rallies sweet so you got to have like a motto on your website it's like two is a gathering three is a party <laughs> four is a rally yeah there you go there right you go. i like it nice. i use that yeah how uh how many or what type of events can people expect this summer or this busy season yeah, so um, our guys, yeah. kickoff event is going to be April 27th at Hydro Park in Kakana. We're teaming up with Electric City Experience. Cool. Um, kind of uh, a pre-show for their big event on um, June, well, June 6th. I think June 6th is when theirs kicks off, uh, maybe June 5th. Um, and then we have a handful of, uh, of special events uh, in partnership with, uh, with Electric City. Um, we'll be looking at three Bizarre After Darks this year, um, the Wilson Middle School Rally. Um, I think we have about ten, eight to ten of our own you know, events planned out for the season cool. between Pierce Park and Jefferson Park and Menasha. Very cool. Um, we have uh, a rally in Shano this year. 
um, be the second year of doing that. Cool. Um, looking at doing something uh, possibly in Manitowoc as well. We really haven't firmed things up quite yet. Um, what made you choose Shano? I'm just curious now. They reached out to us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They, they, you know, had some people that make the trip down, follow us on Facebook, and mm-hmm. just thought that, that the community would latch on, and they did. I mean, with I believe that, it. Yeah. It yeah. seems like an underserved market. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's not a lot up that way for food trucks, that's for sure. Yeah. I want to ask you more about um, your specific experience with your food truck, but before we do that how can people find how can people follow these events how can they find out about when they're going on how you know yeah good question um so this year we're actually devoting a good part of our marketing budget into figuring out how people are following us and how they Mm want to follow us Mm -hmm. um right now facebook has been our primary uh marketing platform um absolutely follow us at fox valley food truck association on facebook um, you can follow us on our website as well, foxvalleyfoodtruckrally.com. Um, on Facebook, is it Fox Valley Food Truck um, Rally? I think it is. Because, I think you're absolutely cause, right. Because yeah, when I, I tagged so, you yeah. for this, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Rally. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. That's yeah. probably something that That's we okay. missed. It makes sense. So. Yeah. Um, Just so people go to the right yeah, place. Yeah, no, I certainly yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, all the trucks that are a part of our association, we're looking at 32 trucks this year. Plus a couple of um, you know non-food vendors as well. Um, so all the trucks in our association will be given um, business card size schedules. Uh, we started that about three years ago, and and now people actually reach out to us and ask for them. Um, kind of like what the Tim Rattlers do with their schedule. Yeah, 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 pretty similar to that. You know, ours is little handouts. A lot smaller than that, I guess. That's okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, they do a game, three games a week. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. Um, but, yeah, those those have been our primary platforms. We try to do a couple media releases throughout the season and, you know, hope that we can get some exposure that way. Cool. Do you guys have um, a newsletter, like an email list or anything? Or uh, We don't. No, okay. that's that's something that we've been looking at. Take your time. Um, you know, everybody that, that runs the association is, you know, has full-time work too. I mean. Um, or five full-time work. Yeah, or five <laughs> full-time works. So it's That's it's kind of every year we, you know, when we became organized three, four years ago, we kind of made a list of all the things that we, you know, envisioned the association having and the direction mm-hmm. we wanted to go and everything. And every year we just kind of pick a few things and plug away at them. That's um, how you got to do it. Yeah. 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 Like I kind of said earlier with that infrastructure, it's just so cool like that you like you guys grew with things too. Like you guys grew with Bazaar After Dark, you know what I mean? Yeah. Paper Fest had never done a uh, food truck rally, so like you were there when the time was right. It just timing is is great with that. Absolutely. Um. Obviously, you can't plan for that kind of stuff, but uh, so shifting gears toward you and on the Fritz concession running the food truck, where do you typically find yourself on a food truck any given day when when your truck's on the premise? As far as you know, what area of the truck am I usually? Yeah. In? Are you are you are you one of the cooks? Are you front man? What do you usually? I like to put out fires. That's kind of always been my thing. I just, okay. I, you know, I love to be able to look at how something is functioning and figure out how it can function better. Okay. So um, that's kind of the way that I run all my businesses. I don't necessarily yep. assign myself to, 
you know, cooking or taking money or anything. I yep. just, I, I do what needs to be done. Yeah. You know, so if, uh, if our fry cook is getting his butt kicked, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to be the one that's jumping in and helping him however I can. If, um, you know, our, our griddle guy is the same. I mean, I just, I, I go where I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can sense that, that purebred entrepreneur DNA <laughs> through and through from your whole story. It seems like that's your thing is solving problems, making things better. I can definitely, I can relate. So that's yeah. awesome, man. Um, so that being said, when you chose to first open the, the hot dog carts, yeah. was it just like, you need to be doing something. I want to work for myself. And this is, this seems like fun kind you of a thing. Kind or? of hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I had, I mean, I worked at restaurants, I worked at office jobs and, I kind of just got to the point where I realized if I'm making seven bucks an hour, the guy above me is making 10 and, you know, I follow it down the line to the guy making a quarter million dollars a year. And I, mm -hmm. if I'm going to work hard, which I, you know, I'm not afraid to at all. I want to be the guy making the quarter million dollars a year, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I just kind of like the, I like the challenge. Um, Definitely. I, I like to take something uh, you know that that was nothing and and be able to look back at it and say you know hey I, I did that we did that you know and for sure um, do you have any stories from the early days of just like didn't think you were gonna make it or did it just like poof, take off no you know it it just takes hard work I mean Mm -hmm. um, I'm constantly looking for opportunities to better myself, my businesses. I'm constantly looking for opportunities to grow. Mm -hmm. um, I've always tried to stay slow and in control. Um, you know, I tell my story and everybody's always, oh, how do you keep track of it all? And I, I mean, it's not like I opened five businesses overnight. I mean, I've, yeah. you know, I had time to plan plan and you know put policies and procedures in place and um, I'm by no means I'm trying to say that any of it's perfect I mean it, it, oh, it all sure. could use some refining here and there and um, my staff is instrumental I mean I absolutely couldn't do it without my staff and my family and my friends and you know I've, I've had a lot of help a lot of support along the way that's for sure that's awesome so as a young entrepreneur myself I've been doing this for two years um, What's your best advice? And this this is obviously to you know for everybody, but for for someone who's getting out there trying to make something happen, maybe it's kind of working, but it's inconsistent. This is not even an example of me. I'm just saying because I know there's people out there, you know, whether they're at UW Oshkosh and in the entrepreneurship programs, um, or they're just hustling, or they're thinking about going out and starting their own, yeah. you know, their own thing. What's like your best advice? Those first like those first two years. You know, well, you know, people ask me that question, and I mean, I, I just, I've learned a few things over the years as, as an entrepreneur, and mm -hmm. I, I, there's the thing that I say through and through to, you know, all of my family, friends, employees, and stuff is communication is key. You know, you can pretty much get away with anything; it's all a matter of how you communicate it along the way. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I'm not ever looking for any handouts. I mean, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, absolutely. But um, like I said, I mean, there's there's no way that I got to where I was all by myself. I mean, I have lots of family and friends helping me out and supporting me along the way. Um, you know, 
find find your inner circle. Every every entrepreneur that I've ever heard of has always had you know your inner circle of people that you can kind of lean on and get advice from and stuff like that. And you know, so I just encourage everybody to find themselves that inner circle. And and like I said, I mean, don't don't be afraid to ask for help. That's awesome. Absolutely, communication is like like everyone thinks they have a grasp on it. But like you can always be better, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you can always be better. Right. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. Communication—that's that's almost the hardest part. Like, yeah, for sure. And then patience. That's also, true. Also, that's so true. many people either bail early or they're just not putting in the time. Or you know, a lot of people sometimes think they're putting in the time and they're not too. But um, how long did it take you to find that inner circle? That's something. That's kind of well, you know. I mean, I've kind of been creating it my whole life, I guess. I mean, I've yeah. Um, you know, I, I have some family and friends and stuff that are self-employed, and you know, at, at this point in time, I mean, they're retired or looking at retiring. So um, it's kind of funny because you know, fifteen through twenty-one, nobody could tell me what to do. I had to learn absolutely everything my hard way, mm-hmm. you know, myself the hard way. Yeah. But, you know, 21 to 34, you know, I, I prefer to look at the people that have already done it and learn from their mistakes and successes, yeah. you know. And um, one, uh, the guy I bought the hot dog cards from, Jay Edgerton, has, has been a real good mentor to me. And, you know, one of the things that, that really sticks that he always, you know, used to tell me uh, was pick something and do it better than anybody else. Um, I remember when I had those hot dog carts and I was out there for a year or two and I just sold hot dogs and brats and another guy came out and was kind of encroaching on my space and he was selling walking tacos. And so I kind of freaked out. I was like, oh man, I got to start selling walking tacos too. <laughs> well, before you know it, another guy comes out and he's selling burgers and euros. And so I have this, you know, little hot dog cart and, and now I have like five, six, seven different menu items. And uh, at that point you can't really get anything right because you just, you're not set up to do that many products and right. it, it, it was never really your business plan and so, so how did you adjust well i just kind of went back to the basics you know yeah. I, okay i i i know that i have a great product i i know that i'm i'm good with the people mm-hmm. um i'm i'm reliable i mean i you know i'm never cared what the weather was like and what whatever i mean i'm out there 11 o'clock at night until three in the morning you can count on me mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people that would drive to the hot dog stand i mean it'd be 12 one o'clock in the morning and and they had no interest in doing the bar thing downtown i mean they would they wanted the dog yeah they wanted yeah. the dog they wanted that yeah. brat and <laughs> you know so i mean that was a huge compliment to me when somebody would do that i mean yeah you can get a hot dog anywhere you know and definitely quick, quick trip you can get four of them for the price that i was charging but yeah that's cool <laughs> man that's literally the perfect story because so many kids i I'm like I'm still working on it, but I was definitely in that route too. Everyone's trying to do everything, and it's such a classic thing at that age. You know, you have your invincible stage, like you just said, 15 through 21. You're like, uh, I'm gonna figure it all out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you get right to that end of college time, and you're like, oh, I don't know anything. You think you know everything, now you don't know anything. But yeah, just trying to do everything, never gonna work. That's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and politics are huge. You know, I don't care what any entrepreneur says. I mean, politics are huge, and it's it's all a part of that communication too. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta understand how to talk to people, and you know, give them what you want, especially in the hospitality industry. Definitely, that makes sense. 
just you mean um you mean more so with like higher level like like a so like building connections with other businesses more yeah, so that, getting that respect uh, exactly yeah. you know the the to put it frank i mean kind of the you know you scratch my back i'll scratch yours type of thing and right i mean like i said i never put out good vibes expecting anything to come back to me you know you always hope but mm-hmm. i mean you you don't expect that's not why I, you know do good things but mm-hmm. um yeah just like i said you know just kind of a karma type of thing too just putting out good vibes hoping to come back to you definitely plays a role in all of life that's right entrepreneurship is basically a metaphor for any kind of um any kind of thing where you can get better at it over time whether it's like whether you're trying to go for the olympics or you're trying to go to be the president or something you know it's just it's that it's that game of how do i get better at something right you know and ask for feedback i mean to this day you know every every party i cater you know whether it's with our black tie or dropping off some box lunches from bagalicious or bringing our food truck you know here there wherever i always follow up with them and you know always ask the question is there anything we missed is there anything we do better next time you know you gotta you gotta learn from your successes and your failures Mm -hmm. especially your failures yeah (laughs) absolutely um are there any failures that like weren't too catastrophic that you can think of just off the top of your head where you're like you just kind of pivoted from there and it's just like at the time it felt like everything and looking back it's nothing well i know it's a tough question yeah you know i don't know that not not that i can particularly sure. think of yeah. i mean when i when i opened up bagalicious um you know the first year and a half or so that that i was open i was just kind of treading water i really wasn't getting i wasn't moving forward mm-hmm. and um I ended up hiring a business coach to come in and, and nice. you know, they poured through everything over a week, two weeks time period. I mean, literally it was just attached to my hip. I mean, even my personal life to, to some extent. And, mm-hmm. um, the biggest mistake that I had made was I uh, opened up my own business as an entrepreneur and I demoted myself to the manager. Mm. And, um, I, I was, I had to have my hand in every aspect of my business. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I was, you know, spending too much time just doing the everyday things. I mean, taking orders, making sandwiches and stuff where I didn't have any time to, to, uh, put towards, you know, growing the business and, and refining policies and procedures and stuff. Um, that was one of the hardest things that, that I had to to accept as a business owner mm-hmm. was to, uh, you know, delegate and relinquish some of that control. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Focus too much on the micro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, I, I remember down to the day, um, when, when I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take off. I'm gonna go to Florida for a couple of weeks and, and I'm just going to let these guys, you know, do their thing and I'm going to come back and I'm going to be more in my office than I am in, you know, on the floor. And, mm-hmm. um, business has grown leaps and bounds since I've decided to do, do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And see, what's interesting about that is on the surface, like a listener might be like, oh, you spend more time in the office. Like that's a bad thing, but it's actually a great thing because you're putting trust in the hands of your team. And like you said at the beginning, your team is everything. Absolutely. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. Is there, um, is there anything else that you want to kind of talk about or, or anything about the food truck rallies that you would like to share? Um, were you putting comments? Did anybody ask any questions? Yeah. 
we've we've been we're trying to build it out and i forgot to say this in the beginning um but people join along the way and obviously this is episode four but we're trying to do it where people ask questions throughout and then we answer the questions at the end cool. yeah so Any any others? Did she act, did they actually ask a question? Yeah. Okay. What was it? Like well, I mean, there's <laughs> we have 32 trucks that are a part of the association. I would say there's 20 to 25 different varieties. Um, you know, so. The most popular ones are going to be like your barbecue and your, um, you know, taco trucks and stuff. Um, there's a few other comfort food trucks, um, pizza, subs, ice cream, um, ices. You know, the there's there's quite a quite a variety. Uh, Mediterranean. Um, best thing to do is probably check it out on Facebook. A list of all of our vendors is on there. Um, otherwise, our website as well. And, and when you announce an event, you say which food trucks are going to be there. Yeah, yep, exactly. If, again, if you're following us on Facebook, you'll be able to uh, follow each and in, each individual event, and each individual event will have a lineup. Um, you know, we encourage you to come to all of them, but you, know, you can, you know, screen it first, I guess, and, and choose what trucks you want to follow and what events you want to go to. Right. Everyone's going to interact with it different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Were, was there any other questions or no? Okay. Awesome. So thank you guys. We're good, right? Yeah. Sweet. Thank you so much for coming, Kyle. I appreciate your time. Sure. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you're interested, food truck. Uh, Fox Valley Food Truck Rally is their Facebook handle, and that's where you can find all their events. I'm assuming all your associated events as well. You'll be like a co-host in them. Yeah, exactly. We're Sweet. a co-host of all the, the partnership events. So. Okay, awesome. So they are doing a ton of stuff. Um, check out Bagalicious. Support awesome local entrepreneurs. Thank you so much. Um, have a great day. We'll see you next week with uh, Corey Chisel should be on next week. So that's that's what's planned. <laughs> thank you so much for listening uh this is being recorded and released during the covid19 situation uh tony evers just um announced a stay-at-home clause it's not fully locked down but uh being recorded on march 24th 2020 if you're listening to this stay safe out there i hope you enjoyed uh and just keep Keep local people, Northeast Wisconsin, in your mind because we're going to get through this when it's all said and done. So thank you and have a good one.